welcome back. Jeez, Dang. man. Hey, hey. It feels like we've been gone for a long time, man. It does feel that way. We are back. It is episode 26 of The Lookout. It is the season four premiere. That means we're starting our fourth season right now, 2019. Mm. Shout out to everyone who supported us through 2018. That's when we really just birthed The Lookout. The, you know, we're, we're actually clo- closing in on a year of The Lookout, which is insane to actually. I know. That's it. awesome. We're going to have to do something really cool, right? We're going to have to do something incredible and amazing. We we debuted The Lookout the week of the end of Tournament of Power, which to me was probably the best way to kick everything off. Definitely. Um, but yeah, we have the season four, four premiere. And what better way to kick off season four than to talk about what we've been trying to talk <laughs> about for the last what nine months damn a long time yeah a very long time we've known nine about months for a while oh my god we've been talking about dragon ball super broly the movie the cinematic experience and there is no person <laughs> who i would rather talk about this movie with than balvin man who joined us early in the season he, earlier last season now he's back bro come on welcome back to the show bro thank you thank yeah. you for having me thank you guys our guy, oh, our guy. I, oh my. I really appreciate it listen I, I really appreciate it. I'm glad Bruh. to be back. The hype has been in my veins. <laughs> Every, everybody feels great right now. 48 <laughs> you can, hours. Like, you can feel it. You can just feel it like it's, in, in, it's in this room right now. It's, <laughs> it's oh a lot, God. man. It is a lot, man. Listen, before we get into the movie, before we really kick things off, because this has just been great. I'm just, it's bubbling inside of me like <laughs> to talk about this movie. And it has been for shit since the first time i saw this movie months ago like right. yeah because we, we, almost, we almost broke it down that one <laughs> oh episode, my god and we had to fall back so. he was like nah it's not the time it's not yeah. the time but it'll be it worth it wasn't it'll be worth it when it's worth it and it's worth it now um but we got some business to talk about i need we need to address the listeners the, of the lookout and we want to thank everybody last month i'm talking about december for a holiday we had our first lookout holiday giveaway yep um we did it three days in the in december right before the holidays and i want to give a special shout out to the winners that is at wild dawn 235 you know at Meadow 320 and at wolf kicks who respectively won i mean we gave away a funimation six month subscription gift card so that's mm-hmm. six months free on subs in, on the funimation website so you get all the dubs all the subs everything that you want to sort of hear um right on the funimation website then we also gave away Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Shout out to the man Quan Flix who helped us with this. We gave away Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Fighters. I don't know why I said Fighter Z. Um, we gave away <laughs> Dragon Z. Uh, hey, hey, hey! Real quick, uh, talking about that. Whoever won that, he's all. Uh, you know, Jaren. Jaren got announced. Well, kind of got announced. Yeah. today. Well, I mean, he's in it. He's in it now. So we gave away Fighters and we gave away a season pass. So at this yeah. point, if you if you were shout out to. Um, Shout out to Mito 320. You He's really came up, bro. <laughs> because Jiren, you know, hasn't been formally announced. We haven't got the video package where it's the 60-minute thing where he shows up and he's probably like... It's coming, know, though. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, coming. It's, it's probably coming. Um, but, man, yeah, you got to enjoy that. And then we also gave away a limited edition San Diego Con exclusive golden Vegito <laughs> Pop Funko, man. So it's shout like out. I won this myself, bro. All right, can I can I give you? Um, that shit's hard. Uh, actually, I can say it. we had an RNC Radio Secret Santa. We had a Secret Santa in our group chat. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we can talk about. And that and more. Brian gave me that. Brian essentially he didn't give me the golden one. He gave me like the blue. Yeah, I saw that. I was a little jealous about that. I'm a little jealous because I'm pretty sure it went over the limit of actually what we were supposed to buy. But you know what? But you, but you know what? You know what? 
Plus, plus got me a, a, a Goku mug, right? Right. And when and when you put something hot in it, he goes Kaioken. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty dope. I was actually impressed. Listen, the holidays are so fun with RNC. And shout out to everyone who also we opened our shop RNC Radio at that bigcartel.com and you can purchase our first ever T-shirts. We have the official Lookout T-shirt. Meet me, yeah. meet, meet us at the Lookout. Meet me at the Lookout. And then we have what we call its levels to this, and we have a great shirt. All the power levels from the Saints Saga on it. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Make sure if you want to pick that up, it's at rncradio.bigcartel.com. It's a fire shirt. I'm sure you wear it in public. I'm sure you know you, you get close. Definitely. Yeah, you, you you someone's gonna notice it and be like, "Yo, that shirt is hard." They're, they're, they're gonna be on StockX soon at, <laughs> at, at eighty dollars. So get them while they're still Listen, right, one hundred percent. And and you know what? We got some other stuff coming down the pipeline. So make sure you tune yeah. into that at our everything RNC Radio Live. Um, follow RNC Radio Live on Twitter, and you know you just stay tuned into everything. But yeah, man, you know. We, We've been gone for a minute, man. Now we back with the with the with the Dragon Ball Super <laughs> Broly, man. Got chills, man. Fuck, man. This is the best, dude. I'm so I'm doing shit with my hands. I don't know what to do right now. All right, <laughs> Balvin, t- tell us about. Oh man, man. I don't just even... your excitement. Just let me into your excitement about it before you view this movie or everything like that. Let me know your excitement just now in Dragon Ball world in general. So it's. It's really a moment just for all, you know, the fans across the world that this is this is the pinnacle right now of where Dragon Ball has ever been at as far as like on, a, on a global scale of just with the games and the TV shows and now the merchandise and now the movie. Everything is it's like the train doesn't stop. <laughs> Right, you know, it it just keeps spiraling and it goes up and it goes up. It doesn't it doesn't go down. Mm-hmm. And then you see, it opened up on a Wednesday, a Wednesday, and seven million dollars. Yeah, Whew. opening hey, day for <laughs> an anime movie. Beautiful dude. Resurrection F debuted at one point eight million opening weekend. That was like two years ago, two three years ago. Yeah, and now look how much we've grown. I Seven mean, million, bro. Seven I million remember bro. going to see Resurrection F, and it really wasn't in any actual commercial theaters in, in that I can remember. I mean, it may have been, it may have been for a few days, but when I saw Resurrection F, I literally had to go. You had to go reserve it at this special kind of theater that only plays like these kind of like very niche movies yeah. or like anime, and they were just like, "Listen, if you want more animes to come to you know our movie theater, you got to sign up on our newsletter and blah 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 and all this right, other right. stuff." And it was just that type of thing. It was still like a quiet thing even though the fans were inc- like watching resurrection f that was an experience uh, the entire time but just to see this in movie theaters man it's, and it's a very low-key thing like you said resurrection f it was not it was not as large as a thing as it is now and this one is at every theater you can go to it's not a limited time release it's gonna yeah. be in there for it's out yeah, it's out. It's there. You can go tomorrow, <laughs> the next day, the day after that. Like you're good. It's at all the good theaters, the uppity ones, the trash <laughs> ones. Is it ever? Because I, I know the one I, I saw that bitch in, in XD. Did you see Ooh. IMAX? IMAX, yeah. I did too. I did recliner, too. recliner seats, baby. Hey, oh recliner my. seats. <laughs> no, I got, I, you get the food ordered to me. 
Oh my god. I was afraid to see it in IMAX because I thought niggas was gonna have to wish me back. But like <laughs> I was just oh my god. I, I, I saw it I saw it twice. Uh, let me get can, can I get let me give my experience with it just seeing this movie, yeah, yeah, first yeah, of all. Yeah, sure, sure. The second the second viewing I saw, I don't know what theater I was I was in I was actually in 34th Street Theater. It was not, you know, the crowd wasn't like that crazy into it. But I tell you when I saw it opening day and I went to if you're from Brooklyn um, you kind of know the Court Street theaters because the Court Street theater is like one of the most like it's like one of the blackest theaters out there. It's not Magic Johnson, but it's probably like the Brooklyn equivalent of Magic Johnson because it's really one of those theaters like you go in to see one movie, but you're really going in to see four. Right. Like you walking into other movies and no one cares. The strap is just like, yo, let me check your bag. Oh, peep. No, nah. all right. Um, I, let me tell you, I went in. I probably was there with like. 80% high schoolers who just let out of class or whatever. Right. Let me tell you how much they went up for that movie. <laughs> it made the entire experience worth it to see the entire crowd lose their mind at various points. And it's just like, they they lost their mind when Bardock came onto the screen. They lost their mind when Vegeta came onto the screen. They lost their mind on all the transformations. Like it was just an experience that I can only say, and I can I'm so happy as just a Dragon Ball fan just to experience at this time. That's real. That's oh real. my god. Well, I'm, I'll tell you, bro. For me, I hadn't had an experience like that going to see something where everything was so united. I remember like lining up for the first Pokemon movie and like watching it in its prime and like kids watching it with me or like, Oh yeah, like, man. Listen, you, you first, know, you had to go to get your dragon eye card first. He's like, yo, let me get that. Every bro. And, <laughs> and, and it's just like, that was what this was. Literally everybody was in sync at every moment that was special in this film, which just made it amazing. Like I saw it in IMAX. Um, I had people, you, you, do you have cosplay? I had I had one I had a couple people I had a couple <laughs> had, people with had, the with the thing handful. on I had a good amount I had a good amount that's beautiful like uh, was... it was just a really beautiful experience dude like if you're just into the series overall it's like it it it's almost like not a regular it wasn't a regular movie experience let's just say that like usually I go see movies alone by myself like I, I like my time alone to do that but this was like different like I was I was relaxed and calm but like it was just such a it was like we were just all there, really to see. You know, usually you go to movies like, all right, let me check this out. Let me check this movie out. But like this was like, we, we probably everybody in there, saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, probably everybody in there already saw it. <laughs> but we were watching it like it was the first time, and it was just, a, it was a great thing, man. And, and the reason why this one was particularly special for me, um, as far as anything else goes, is I actually took my little brother to see it with me because Ooh. he's he's twelve years old. Right, right. I went my my cousin, my homie, and I took him with us. Uh, he's like twelve years old. He's seen every episode of Super. Uh, we, I took him to see uh, the Freezer one too in theaters. Um, so it was it was beautiful to like bring him with me and go see this and like us freak out together again, the same way we did when Resurrection came out because it was like That's awesome. It was it's it like it was like seeing me. You know, right, yeah, it was like seeing myself again whenever I was his age, right? Um, nerd out over you know all these original characters like Bardock because he, cause he's seen all the movies, he's seen all the shows, he, he knows everything as much as I do. So, and I'm to thank for that, <laughs> but 
it was a good it brother, was, man. It was <laughs> it was just beautiful to see it because I'm like I'm I'm doing the right thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, for sure, bro. You know what I'm saying? Was, I was always wondering about the disconnect between like our you know our generation because Dragon Ball didn't really air for a long time. But you know, it's like it's really never lost a step. It's make me I'm interested more so, and maybe it's like the big brothers like you. Maybe it's like, you know, the word of mouth of people who are just how do how do people get into it? I mean, is it because of the anime community is way more prevalent now with all the socials and stuff like that? Like It is it is weird to think about it because you when it comes to Dragon Ball, it's a very universal thing. It's yeah. Like, you 35 people, years man yeah it's like people that are older than us know about it and there are people that are younger than us that know about it more than we do or just as much as we do parents and my mom knows about it exactly bit, yeah so it's like i i agree with you meals and that it's it's an interesting thing to look at that it's like it, it stopped coming on tv very early 2000s like it's, mm-hmm. it was like not talking gt and z like those that's when it was done was coming into the early 2000s but like everybody knows about it and everybody knows about these specific moments and they've all seen the episode they've seen the movies so we, you know so it's it's a very universal show that kind of it didn't fall and i think it's almost a thing for the video games for that mm-hmm. they kind of carried that generation through like ps2 games and mm-hmm. right uh, and even 360 games um it, it really they're the thing for that because i genuinely it's almost hard for me to like meet somebody that does not know what it is, you know. At least know and, what it is, and, and knows some decent bits about it, and know what Goku right. is, a Super Saiyan, and all that shit. So it's, it's, but it's, it's dope though that like, and you can't say shit else about it. <laughs> like, right. you can't. I don't care if you like the show or not. You can't deny it. At the end of the day, Dragon Ball Z is LeBron. <laughs> That's real, and, and, and there's there's times where like, it's one of those things. Look. It may not even be your favorite anime, but you but you know the impact that it has on the culture overall, and that that's what makes it special. Exactly, man. It, it was a beautiful just experience watching the movie. Now, did now we talked about this two months ago? I think even when we talked about it two months ago, we were essentially like. You know, this is probably going to leak next week. Like all yeah. the spoilers is going to leak, and literally, like clockwork, yeah. right on time, everything leaked. Um, even to the following month, the, you know, the cam rip is online and, and people did watch it. Now, in terms of investing within the spoilers, did did this ruin, <clears throat> did you feel like it would ruin the experience for you or you were just like, yo, I'm gun-ho, it don't even matter at this point? I didn't, I didn't, I personally didn't, we, we, we spoke about it, Millsy, like, I personally didn't care about the rip. Like, I was like, well, I, it, it didn't matter to me. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I was going to watch the leak and I knew I was going to go to theaters to watch, you know, the, the actual film. So <laughs> it didn't ruin nothing for me, dude. I, I think with, with Dragon Ball, it's interesting because I've kind of become desensitized to spoilers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Though for me, the big spoilers are not what necessarily ruined it. Not, nothing ruined it, but I would have been better off not knowing certain little small plot lines like the, like Frieza's wish and stuff like that. I feel like certain points would have been funnier or hit harder. Oh yeah. Or like, hey. you know, would have would have made a, a little like tiny differences watching the movie cuz like I knew what was coming at this point and everything okay. into that and all this and this and that because I, I didn't watch the, the cam rip but I did I did see the um whenever it premiered in 
in Japan, the the the, the synopsis and like the, pretty much the general rundown of the movie came out was all over the internet and stuff, and it leaked about who was going to be there and why this was happening and how this was going to transition to this and all that. Right, you read um, the movie basically, yeah. Yeah, so but that's kind of what was happening during Super Two as well. Every week, the next two episodes would kind of leak out before right. we'd even see the previews for them. So, but all that aside, nothing was ruined for me in this because of the way they handled it mm-hmm. and the way that everything else was just the way it was put together and orchestrated. Anybody could enjoy this movie, regardless if you knew everything or didn't know anything. Right. And, and you know what? I think, you know, I did watch the camera. I did read all the spoilers. And at some point it was like, all right, I know what I'm getting into. But I generally felt like um, that just because of the quality of the camera i'm just like i know there's so much more to appreciate (laughs) from a visual aspect from this movie and i know two months later down the line i'm really i know the general small things but i'm not gonna fully remember it everything and i to me it was kind of like jogging my memory I'll, i'll say i saw it twice um i already hinted that but i did see it twice both times the second time i didn't even at that point i'd already seen it three times and i definitely saw it on the big screen before but it still was like an entertaining watch to me like it's a great use of like 80 90 100 minutes of just sitting there and enjoying it and even watching other people react to it and watching other people react to it was probably the best part of the movie for me especially with that first watch because boy it's just everyone lost their mind, man. And it, and it's so refreshing to see. So I feel like, and I feel like maybe it was maybe a small section of the audience actually like really goes in on spoilers like we do, or actually like goes in on like reading the stuff and, and you know, mm-hmm. but the, I feel like the general audience still is like kind of, I don't know if they're in the dark, but from the way that everything reacted, it was just like they, they'd seen this for the first time and it was like, whoa, what the heck? It's genuine excitement, man. Like I said, even even if I feel like even if everybody in, in the theater had watched those spoilers, they were still going to react because at the end of the day, going to a movie and seeing it in IMAX or seeing it in however form on a big screen, you're, you're going to be excited regardless, man. For something like this, you just get you get to see it. We talked about the cam rip and how it was. I mean, it it was watchable, but yeah. you know what I mean. It. it there were times where like the guy is like <laughs> explaining to like his girlfriend or his friend, like what's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> or something, you know, right. This was just like, it was, it was just, it was perfect. It was perfect. And with that perfectness, let's actually get into the movie because the movie kicks off. I mean, the movie kicks off like we all thought it was going to kick off. And that's sort of the backstory of the whole, you know, the the three, the sins of all the fathers, as we talked mm-hmm. about on a previous show. And shout to X. We talked about that sort of trailer um, with him a few months ago in terms of just like the, the backstory of it all. Just telling the story of the sins of three fathers and how that plays out with their sons in the present time. And um, really, I, I mean, we got a few things I've. I learned the cold force became the freezer force. So I didn't know that before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little tidbit and sort of what happens. And, and then it kind of plays into, you know, the, it's kind of plays into the, the, the story that we kind of got into with the, the, bef- you know, the Broly movie before with, you know, a few scenes, well, actually a lot of scenes a bit different. Um, how did everyone just sort of feel about this sort of history, about the history part? Um, I, I think I have my qualms with it a little bit, 
um, just from the pacing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I thought, you know, and it probably, if this is ever translated into an anime version, I probably won't have those same qualms. Be- I think not. sort of the pacing of it was just like, oh, this is kind of going here and this is going there and then yeah. it's happening, that's happening. And then, oh, it's not even, you know, a, a, some things were explained, some things weren't explained. And that was probably my only qualm with it. But what did everyone sort of think about just sort of the backstory? Well, I think. See, you're probably saying that because you probably felt the same way I did. You probably could have did an entire movie just about <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Planet Vegeta, easily. Like, it could have just been... But it like, doesn't have a good ending, so I don't think it would make a good Right, movie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, like, the way, the, the structure of, of Planet Vegeta and how it actually, like, it was, it's way better than anything. We got We got real visual, you know what I'm saying? Like, real emotion, the characters... Everything for me, like I enjoyed that part of it. I liked, I liked seeing, you know, <laughs> kid, kid Frieza looks like he's much more uh, evil than adult Frieza. As a matter of fact, yeah, probably. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think with with the intro to the movie, it was okay. I enjoyed it a lot because I like when Dragon Ball gets on its like storytelling shit, and it's like it actually expands on these characters and why they are the way they are, Mm -hmm. what happened beforehand, how these events tie into how these characters grow up, um, how their sons grow up, and how everything is kind of intertwined. But I will say, I feel like if they could have or if they wanted to, the movie should have been a little bit longer. If they Mm -hmm. were going to start with the history of the Saiyans thing, because... All it really was was a shorter, more condensed version of the story of Bardock with, you know, Broly in there. Yeah. You know, some extra, some extra. From, from, different, from a different perspective. You know, yeah. they had they had the Ginyu Force in there. That was a nice little Easter egg. They had, right. uh, they showed, you know, King Cole passing the torch to Frieza um, and Frieza like being the menace that he was and like hello monkeys is the best <laughs> and just, whenever whenever he killed those like three snipers i was yeah that was, out. bro like, yo this guy is because it was savage. So, it was so it was just one of those things like i wasn't thinking this was gonna happen that you know and he just did it yeah he, he, he's been freezer for his whole life um but it was but it was just weird because like what a movie about, you know, being about Saiyans, and obviously Frieza is, you know, a main character again in the story. They have to bring him in as well. Mm-hmm. I just wish we would have been able to see a bit more about the Saiyans themselves. And even expanding on Saiyans that we already know and love, Bardock, uh, right. King Vegeta, uh, etc. We've never seen King Vegeta fight before. Mm-hmm. Nope. We didn't get to see anything. We saw Bardock for like five minutes in the movie, yeah, and and I, and obviously we there's a whole movie about Bardock. You can go watch it if you want to, but if you're gonna if you put want. him, yeah, but if you're gonna put him in this movie, you have to kind of not acknowledge that previous film and right. give the story of him again, if it, even if it's smaller. I, we, I did like the personality that they did give us. Now I was gonna say we did see a different side of him this time, yeah, right? Because in in the movie you see the cold hearted, you know, hard ass, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a goon, I'm fucking renegade up. Rambo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He still has a little bit of that, but it's, yeah. it's very, 
it's very more it's more pride than anything. Yeah, we, we see the one. dad. We see the dad of him in this one. We see like why he did what he did. We right. See, we you know we we see all that and and it was it was beautiful. I really liked it. It's just my two main issues with that whole the whole saying portion of it was one. I wish we got to see a little bit more and saw more interaction or any interaction between like you know Bardock and Raditz. Raditz was off on a mission with Vegeta. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nappa and Vegeta. We saw that briefly. You know, all of this. We saw... I wanted to see more of the things I saw briefly because that was one of my main things I was excited for. Is that if you're going to do, like, a history portion, I got to see, like, the characters I care about right. interact with each other because I had... At a young more. age and at a yeah. different time, yeah. And my second my second qualm, and this is just a stand of me being upset, they skipped Bardock's speech. I was oh, very, yeah. I was very confused and very, like... Because so in this in this telling of it, he didn't go up there, and well, he wasn't he talking didn't. cash shit. He wasn't yeah. like, I, I'm because in this, one, <laughs> but I think that's more of the recharacterization of Bardock. Yes, of yeah, course. I, I was going to say it's like I think they're, they're, they're they changed it up a little bit because he didn't seem like because it was weird because it didn't seem like he cared. Yeah, in this to, one. to well, me, you know? I was more concerned about like uh, things like. Why is he suddenly so suspicious? I wish yeah, they, I wish so, they played on. Like, yeah, where did that right. come from? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he why was, is he he's suddenly so suspicious about things? He's like, this is the first time we see him have a conversation about Frieza. He's like, mm, I don't know about this Frieza. I really think uh, he's gonna blow us up. Did you guys? <laughs> like, did you like, guys at least enjoy? They they let him attack. They let him attack the death ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. I, see, that was I, weird, right? I was glad, but it kind of. Wasn't it weird? It annoyed me because it didn't make any sense. It didn't make to any me, sense. To me, it didn't make sense that he was. I mean, it kind of made sense that he was the only one, but then it's also like, ah, this is a warrior race. Like, there should maybe at least one other person. Yeah, but I feel like maybe that's a story they tell when it goes a little bit longer. But it, it's just those type of things. Like even the you know the the Bardock interactions, and it's just like. You know, I love those interactions. I love that we get to see his mom and things. But once again, it's so short. We barely get to even see them with Goku, um, much less of anything or sort of how Goku's sort of upbringing was, how Raditz's upbringing was. And maybe we didn't. It looks like they don't really have one. It's like it's like Vegeta's a little older, obviously. So yeah, he, he's he was dealing with a little bit more things. But like Goku was just well, in, a, in, a, in a test tube and let's pull him out and get him out of here because shit's about to go down. Right, and I but, and I think, oh, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, I was just one problem that I've always had with the Saiyans in this whole series that I was hoping I was really hoping this movie would change my mind, and it's like if you think about it, besides you know our newer class, but you know our our Z warriors, the Saiyans are pussy, and I was <laughs> hoping that they would change my perspective on that in this movie. And we, we got we have to see something else, you know, from them. And we didn't. We and didn't was, no, nobody back down from no, Frieza. It was it was the same it was the same thing. And that's fine. You know, Frieza is just apparently like terrifying. It's terrifying, his power level is just, you know, a whole different level. I guess of, I guess that's what they get for him, you know, killing those three Saiyans early on to try to prove, hey, there's not even there's no reason to and like, and the Saiyans use weapons over like anything else, and yeah, that, and it confuses me because like when Vegeta grows up, right? Mm-hmm. When Vegeta comes to Earth in Napa, they they don't have any guns. No guns. They don't. They they're, don't they're, they're just they're, blowing they're shit up. 
you know, they're they're complete violence now. Maybe that's because once their home planet died, they didn't have anything to go back to, so they had to right, learn right. how to adapt to that. But then it confused me because I'm like, okay, the same as the warrior race that can turn into great apes, but they don't use brute force in their combat, right? Like blasters and pistols and all this shit, and they have these weird ass like telescope scouters that Frieza said, you know what, fuck that shit. Dope. We got this new technology. We got Apple Watches. We got, we got, we got you know, all this shit. So it was it was just weird because I was really hoping, because whenever this got first announced, the whole thing about it was it was going to be like a History of the Saiyans movie. Mm-hmm. That was the initial announcement before we knew what, what it was about. Yeah, And I was like, okay, good. I get to see why these guys are the way they are. But it was essentially just kind of this, a, a little more of the same thing. But right. From Retold. different perspectives, yeah, and yeah. it kind of Bardock is one of my like favorite characters out of you know in the whole show, and I really liked his movie that you know the it's really good if you haven't seen it, but I just one of my favorite things about him is that he wasn't pussy. <laughs> he was <laughs> like he was like man, man, I don't give a fuck, Frieza. I you know, and he was the only guy that stood up. And went up there in outer space and was like talking all that shit. And he was like, "Man, I freeze. I don't care." Da, 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 da. And he's like <laughs> doing all his moves and a blasted back. And he he got he got killed actually at the end of the day. But it just it blew my mind that no other saying was like, "Man, you know what? Bardock's right. Like not not one single person, but we don't know how that happened in this telling of it because from what it looked like, he was still kind of closer to the surface whenever he did that his move. Right. He didn't like. It didn't he was definitely like he was on the surface. Yeah, yeah he wasn't it, it didn't seem like he was up there. So it just seemed like, you know, it seemed more like an ode to fans showing that scene. Like, like a little like, yeah, hey, we didn't forget. He right. did this. He they did also, it. they're like, there's, by, by the way, Goku's parents are not alive. So just yeah. so y'all know. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no chance of that. There, yeah, no, yeah. They made, sure we, they made sure we knew that. And, you know? you know, we got a few more tidbits about it. I think Frieza... Um, learns now about the legend of the Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan God, which is kind of, you know, it was kind of like, you know, injected into Super about the Super Saiyan God prophecy and how that's always existed. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of updated things on that. We get a look at Broly. We haven't talked much about Broly at this point, but it's it's kind of the same story with Broly of this kid with amazing power. And, Cute kid, man. And, 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 you know, King Vegeta is just like, we cannot have him here because he might, if he, with that much power, he's going to go out of control. So we're banishing him to another planet. Um, we will not have it. <laughs> <laughs> they sent him to planet Vampa. Um, Paragus, you know, finds out and then he's, he steals a ship and, and flies over to, you know, planet Vampa. Paragus so, just went straight out the window. Anybody oof. else, anybody else enjoy that little, <laughs> he just blast, he just went right through the window. Man, he stopped him. He was it, gone, jumping out the jet. Uh, I mean, he's gone. They're probably like good riddance because that man. Yeah, was like, yeah I think that's pest exactly anyway. Oh yeah, exactly. I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt that they cared. It was just funny because he was like on site, like fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gone. why I thought I thought it was funny too. The way he just like he dipped so fast, broke the window. <laughs> if King Vegeta would have been like, what, "What you doing?" <laughs> oh my god! So they end up doing that. They they land on planet Vampa. Um, they discover, they eventually discover this, this giant planet. They have no, you know, aliens and giant spiders and shit, but Broly is still, he's been there for a couple of days, but he still managed to hold his own just because of his insane power level. And, you know, uh, Paragus kills 
you know, homeboy who came with him. Sorry. You that, was, that was savage, man. There was it so was much shit savage. in this movie that I did not expect. Hey, you man, got a great cameo, to, my friend. They had, yeah. they had to save the food, man. Hey, wait, let yeah. me ask y'all a question. Did how did how What did you guys come with that? Did you guys get that from we don't want you eating up what food we have or we're going to eat you? No. <laughs> oh, all right. No, I thought it was the, hey, man, the first one. It, I think, think it's resources. It. I think it's resources. Yeah. I'm hoping just, it's resources. Just, just think about it, man. Just think about it. Man. I feel you. I feel you. I hear you. They're Cannibalism. On a, they're, on a plan, they're on a planet <laughs> with only a little bit, a certain amount of food. And all of a sudden, Brawley grows up. And he's this big ass man. Come on, man. I, I think know. they ate that. I think they ate, dude, man. That's genetics, baby. <laughs> That's just genetics, man. Um, Great scene. I thought people got a kick out of this scene when they showed, you know, little Vegeta and little Raditz mm-hmm. um, just sitting there talking with their high-pitched healing voices. It's just like... It's one of my favorite parts. Don't you have a brother, too? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, that, was, that was cute. I forget. <laughs> you, 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 are you guys into them making, uh, making Vegeta's brother canon and mentioning that he's alive, basically? I feel like they're going to introduce him into Super. They definitely will. Yeah, I think they wouldn't. I don't think they would. They would talk about it and and actually. I mean, clearly, it tells the audience that he's alive in some fashion. Anything least. is possible. Yeah. To me, some things they want to. There's a lot of loose ends in Z and GT that they kind of want to wrap up, and mm-hmm. this may be just one of those quick things, For sure. like the mention of Oob, you know, various times in Super, and like a lot of things they just want to wrap up. They want to wrap around and just get this under control. It may be that we maybe see Vegeta's brother. I mean, I'm happy if we do. Hey man, what 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 if what if Vegeta's they might recast brother, him? What if Vegeta's brother is King of Sadala? Mm. Let's see, man. We'll just find out, man. We'll see. Out, man. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we got a great transition. I mean, as as Goku's flying through space, you know, they they, they land on Earth and we see the little time thing of the timestamp. It is like didn't the little, you know, Goku versus Vegeta. Yeah, that, uh, was that was fun. Goku versus, you know, I worked out. No lie. Yeah, that, that was because we never we haven't seen them like at the ending of Super. They were fighting, right? Yeah. And we yep. haven't seen them like actually scrap in a long time. Like, like actually, actually go at it on some like I, I want to beat you type shit. Yeah. So seeing them fight in that like movie quality animation, I was like, and in their OG outfits, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because I love that Vegeta like that blue outfit. Like that's it. It gives me an, and the music that was playing whenever. It, okay. Continue, sir. No, no, please, no, please. Mark out right. accordingly. Right, yeah. I was marking out in the theater. <laughs> Listen, is it Goku and Vegeta. First of all, when Goku and Vegeta came on the screen, first showing, everyone marked out. Everyone was just like, yo, finally. Like, we here. After sitting through. Did y'all get previews of just Mad Kid movies? Like, uh, yes. My okay. words, yeah. All right. yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. They knew what time it was. It was lots of anime. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, finally Vegeta, and we get the you know it's it's the post tournament of power, um, which I like. I mean, it's the this is the first like canon movie, really. It's really, or at least the most prominent canon movie, and they're talking about the tournament of power. Goku's a, a Whis asks him, "Why do you seek to be story?" And he's like, "Man, after that tournament of power, seeing all those people from the universes, like I got to." And meanwhile, Vegeta's like, because this asshole yeah. let Frieza <laughs> live, I have to become stronger now to protect the world from being blown up again. Right. Oh, my God. For, all right. So, first of all, you know, in this sort of scene, it's very luxurious. We see Bulma. She's over here on her own island or vacation island. Um, 
we get Goku, Vegeta, Bulma, Whis, Beerus, and Bulla. Um, and then probably like outside of Trunks and Goten, those are really the only Z fighters you see. Do you have any qualms about that, or just like I wish we could have saw? I mean, we see Piccolo down the line as well, but do you wish you could have saw any other person, or do you feel like the contributions for this movie were fine with what we got thus far? I I didn't I didn't mind the cast. I was okay. I mean, it, I was okay with it. I'm at this point. I'm like I as far as the others, you know, Z fighters go. I'm not grasping at straws anymore. Yeah. No point of Gohan being in this, right? Plus, I knew this was this was you know an introduction to the new the new super you know yeah. arc. So I was kind of like, oh, this is fine. Like I, I will right. figure out what everybody else is up to. Soon we anyways. we know like we know what's going on. It's just a lot of like I think the whole point or point one of the largest points of the tournament of power was to give everyone their last bit of shine mm-hmm. before we, we move on to something major you know because what is krillin or gohan honestly or you know any of them boys gonna do against broly right or whoever comes next in the manga you know not nothing there's no point so i i think we're gonna see them some more they're gonna mention them. They're gonna they're gonna be and they're still part of the show. Yeah. But they're kind of what I'm getting from this is they're locking down on who matters right now. And you know? and to me, they you know, they also did that through that transition between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, where you saw those characters that were followed throughout the entire story. You saw the Tien, the Yamcha, the Krillin, the Chaozu, and they started to get like, you know, f- not phased out, but you know, they had lesser roles once took different. Back, took a back seat. Yeah. Once, yeah. once different stories just started to come to bloom. And then even in super, it was much more of a bigger backseat. I mean, we went entire pretty much, I don't know, two, uh, at least two arcs in super does not feature Gohan. Um, and, 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 you know, we're getting sort of away from that. And, uh, and, and I get it because I guess, you know, Fujita and Goku, the most prominent, you know, not only they're the money makers, but they're the most prominent characters in the movie. They're the most mm-hmm. developed characters in the movie in a sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know what? I, I agree. I really had no problems with really no one else being featured in the movie. Um, but I thought this entire part, it was a great, from the destruction of planet Sadala to now, it's a great like light change of pace. It's very light. It's very comedic. Um, we learned that uh, Trunks and Goten alert Boma that your Dragon Ball Raider has been stolen from the lab, and also the Dragon Balls. And Vegeta's just like they find out that oh, it's the, you know the, it's the people from the Frieza Force, and Vegeta's just like this fucking. <laughs> of course, yeah, Vegeta. of course, he's like <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Um, most security. It was like, listen, I know where the last Dragon Ball is. It's on the, it's on the, um, what is it, the the frozen plant, the frozen continent, the ice continent, ice continent. Yeah. Um, it's on the ice continent. So let's all go and get it. And Beerus is just like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, I'm hungry. Um, so they leave him with Bulla, which is funny. <laughs> Bulla, Bulla gets what? Yeah, man, what a story she's gonna get up to tell one day. You know, I feel like. I, I've been rewatching Super, and it just didn't, you know. In this, like, I, this might be my second or third rewatch. I didn't realize how funny, like, Beerus and Whis actually are. Oh yeah, they're hilarious. They're they're, they're probably hilarious. like in just sort of this natural comedy aspect. I love Beerus's like forever mortal hatred for Boo, just because mm-hmm. he keeps ruining whatever he needs to do. 
right. I love the food stuff. I love everything. So um, we get that. You know, Beerus' time is limited in the movie, but in a, in a, in a way. It so needs is, to be. Yeah, in a way, so is Whis, Um in a bit, even though he goes to the planet. So they're going. They're searching. Um, the 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 Frieza, they, they find. We get the um, motivations behind the wish and and boma says i want to become five years younger <laughs> okay listen 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 before you <laughs> before you go any further like that scene and the scene right after that literally gold amazing oh, yeah. gold. it's so like that was one of the most surprising things for me was how like much how much good comedy there was in this and how how lighthearted it was in right. the first, first that's, half. That's kind of Toriyama's thing too, right? Because as much as the you know the great fight scenes we get, and trust me, we get fantastic fight scenes in this yes, movie. He's always just been a part of like you got to remember this is an adventure, and this is also like this is fun light, and we have these fun light moments. I think that's kind of why Goku still remains, even despite it all, even despite his friends dying and him making decisions that put the earth in trouble, he's still this lighthearted character. And to find out that Bulma was just like, I want to look five years younger because, like, and he was like, what about ten? And he was like, nah, I don't want people to think, like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm getting too young. And they're like, yo, what are you doing to yourself? It's a little bit at a time. I want to, you know, look like I'm still getting older. You know, I just, that's kind of how I feel. And then we go over to the Frieza side. <laughs> Frieza. At first, I thought the Frieza side was a joke, and I thought they were gonna wrap like you know they were gonna kind of like conclude it into the real wish, and I was like, oh, Frieza's dead ass. <laughs> that shit was funny, man. She that was like, funny. He kept expanding on it, and he was like, yeah, like the expansion on it was like, the best part. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, why don't you use your second form, and you can look to all of that way? He was like, no, I want to look at my final form and my golden form. <laughs> like I need to look five centimeters taller. So it still looks like I'm growing, you know, like I'm trying to because it was just a really it was done really well. It was was done really well. It plays on, you know, the little like the kind of Napoleon complex that Frieza has. Mm. Um, It it plays on just the sort of evolution of Frieza from this like in in you know, his depiction in the film to us, not so much of actually in the film, but it's just so like the evolution of Frieza from just like we learn of him as this cold hearted, you know, tyrant. And now he's literally like, he has comedic moments and we actually, a lot of people are like, Frieza's growing on a lot of people. He is a main character for real. He is the villain villain. And even he's the most despicable, but he's probably the greatest foil for Goku in every possible way. It's crazy. Like we actually watched a serious Dragon Ball movie, the show the, the the series is based off Dragon Balls and making wishes, mm-hmm. and we have two main wishes about getting younger and getting taller. That's right. crazy. It's crazy. But the way that they the way that they 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 they, they introduced it, and they they made you like they made you laugh about it because it's a fucking joke. Yeah, that, that these two that these seven like mystical items that. Are gathered to do these like wild, you know, ridiculous wishes. The two main wishes <laughs> is height. You can wish for anything, almost <laughs> height and looks. Height and looks, man. And then when Goku, like <laughs> Goku said, Bulma looked old and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All it, it was, 
it was just the, the jokes they they wrote themselves. Listen, shout out to shout out to the theater, shout out to the Court Street Theater when they found out Freeze's wish. The the person in the back who's like you dead ass like <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course of course oh my god I love that theater yeah, the um, theater was cracking up man oh yeah. my god so after that we're introduced to new new two new characters Chile and Lemo um any general thoughts on those characters I mean I'm man I I like them listen bro I, oddly enough you know you know when you have those characters that are introduced and you see artwork of them you're like okay cool whatever what's up with Brawley yeah it's like that's kind of that was my that was my first initial reaction when seeing the the artwork, but I really enjoyed them. Like just flat out. I thought they were, they were great like additions. Uh, and obviously if you've seen the movie, I hope that they, they continue to be a part of the series. Of course. I agree. I think they, I think they did a great job of introducing them the way they did. I, I do think it was, they were, they were trying to make, their name's Chile, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah, were trying yeah. to make her like a little baddie, bro. Like, Look, they mean, definitely were. I'm they glad I wasn't the one to say it. No, no, not yeah, the only ones. Y'all nah, not the only ones. She was, was a little thotty. She like, little thotty. The way, whenever she was like stretching her arm around and shit. Yeah. And, like, yeah they yeah. were looking out the window and like they drew She's an like ass bent over. Right. Yeah. They drew like an ass on her. I'm like, what? what is this fucking character? Listen, so <laughs> funniest part, this is how you know I was in the theater with high school kids. Um at some point she's like, Oh, so you know what? I'll tell I'll tell the story as we get there. Romo's there. So they 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 find Planet Vampa and um Paragus is like, yo, help, come on. Like I'm dying out here. And shout out to Carlos next to me, who was like, I bet he smells terrible. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> just because, yo, um, they find him on Planet Vampa and they're like, yo, Saiyans, they still exist. And they're just like, yo, save us, save us. Me and my son Broly's out here. And oh, that introduction. Yeah. Oh, bro. my God. That's where the giant, so you know, good, that was so that good. was where the beginning of my like nonstop, like screaming. For the yeah, last man. The giant the beetle shows up. Broly, he just screams, <laughs> Broly. <laughs> that dude comes off the screen and kicks him in the face. Boom. Boom. It. Oh, my God. I, it, I marked out. I was it, waiting for it. It I, was. It's there. They invite him back to the ship. Um, you know, we get a few. We see, we see Broly in a sense, and this is the funny part I was talking about. It's just this is how you know it's immature. They're like eating chocolate, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she says, "Like, yo, chill. I got to take the wrapper off first. And right, everyone right. was just like, "Hey, yo, like, <laughs> oh my!" And I'm just like, That's "Y'all, said, y'all, seventeen. <laughs> I can Jesus tell the Christ. age in here." So that is my thoughty <laughs> Chile story. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean they're introduced to Frieza. Frieza still rolling with the lie of the planet's been blown up by a meteor. <laughs> man, Frieza man. Not, he he don't hey man, he holds his lies, man. Listen. He holds his lies. He's a demon. He is a villainous to a T. He's the mischievous little bastard. Like right. yeah. he's like I think Frieza is like Loki. If Loki could like box with the gods, you know, like if if Loki had the actual like power to go fight somebody, yeah, Loki just be talking shit. Exactly. But but Frieza talks shit and he's legit. Exactly. I can. That's what I compare it to because it's like Frieza is mischievous. He's funny. He's witty. You know, he's annoying, but he's evil. 
you know? And you can tell how mischievous he is. Just He's not even mad there are more Saiyans out there. He's amused. He's just like, oh, turn up. Like, we're about to... Yeah. (laughs) Still monkeys to him. This is is about to be fun. They're super powerful. You know, switch their fits and let's get ready. Um, So they're out of their rags and stuff like that. And, And I think the next few scenes are more so about just establishing Broly's character. Right, right. Um, you know, they're eating lunch and, you know, some guys tries to hit on Chile. Um, he smacks Lemo and then Broly goes off and, and, and he tries to punch him in the chest and everyone in the theater is just like, oh shit. Yeah. You thought he was about to die. Here you go. Um, and Broly manhandles him, but then you get Parika sort of reeling in Broly with that, with that shot collar. He's like, yeah, stop, stop playing around. Yeah. It's a, you know what? It's fun. I thought it was, uh, I thought, you know, it, for this sort of part, and, and we also get the, the extra part of where she steals the controller, she breaks it, mm-hmm. um, and then they have their own discussion, and Broly's talking about his friend on Planet Vampa. Hey, I'm glad you, I'm getting into that point, man. This was like an, an underrated moment for me. It's like, we all talked about when we were trying to, when the, when the teaser first came out, right? We were talking yeah. about around his waist and what it was, and we were trying to figure out what, it, you know, it was kind of obvious once things actually came out. But I love the backstory of, like, the the the, the cape. Right. Yeah. It, it was Ba's ear, um, which is a weird thing to hold on to, actually. Um, but nonetheless, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um, it's Ba's ear, and he's telling the story of how his best friend Ba used to train with him, and then his father did not approve of it, and Ba no longer trusted him again after, you know, Paragus sort of, you know, zapped his ear off. And that kind of, you know, it shows a little bit of the disconnect between Paragus and Broly, but also, mm-hmm. you know, kind of he becomes more gentler and you kind of see him around, you know, Chile and Lemo and he becomes gentler and you kind of realize like, he's not this brute warrior despite how his power was. And that's a, you know, in comparison to the, the, the regular Broly movie, I mean, it was kind of that way, but we never, I don't think we got as much development as we're getting now in, in this sort of way. I thought, you know, it's probably less development, but this development for me is a lot more meaningful than the original movie. Yeah, and I, I think we 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 talked about this whenever the whenever I was on here last time, and I was discussing how I felt like Broly was going to be a bit of more of a tortured character in this, uh, and be more of a you know a a soft, quiet you know guy, but it's his pops that's kind of running the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this movie, they. It was 100% that, and they really expanded on it with that specific scene with how he's, you know, he has, from the shot collar, then transitioning into the story about his best friend, then him saying, don't talk bad about my dad, you know, because at the end of the day, he has this weird love and connection to him because he doesn't know any better. And it was, and and it goes into detail, that specific scene, it goes into detail about how tortured of a character he is because his only he's known two people his whole life his dad and ba his best friend was an alien monster on a planet that nobody was ever supposed to go to and even he lost that so all he had at the end of the day was his pops and even though his pops caused that disconnect with him and his best friend Mm -hmm. his pops was the guy above everything in his life you know that's all he ever knew yeah you know so and, and, and whenever you don't grow up around anybody else and that's 
that's all you know, you're going to learn to love that. And then you're going to care for that. Even though, even once, you know, he, um, he, uh, he was kind of free, I guess, from that. He was, you know, hiding away in the room and his dad was talking to Frieza. He still didn't want anybody talking shit about him. Even after he got shocked, you know, and told him what was restrained basically by force, he still didn't want anybody talking bad about his dad. Yeah. You know, he he was just like, listen, you know, that's just my dad. It, It is what it is. Um, Frieza brings in Broly and there's like, listen, I got these two Saiyans. Um, you know, have you heard of King Vegeta? I know you have. He, you know, he, you know, exiled you. Well, his son, Vegeta the Fourth, major pop. Um <laughs> Vegeta the Fourth, that means there are three more Vegetas that right, existed right, in some exactly. period of time. Yeah, very, very nice little touch. Yeah. Um is out and alive. Shout out to Frieza for knowing that, by the way. That's a tidbit that <laughs> oh, Frieza, look, man, Frieza How do you know knows that? every I'm saying he you know he keeps up, man. He knows the history. Man. Oh my god. But Frieza, none... Frieza, the way I saw it was like, hey, just so you know, you know, you know, his son, his son's alive, bro. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> um, they said, listen, you're going on Earth, we're gonna have to fight these two Saiyans that also exist on Earth. They're very strong, they've caused me trouble for so long. But I got the seventh Dragon Ball. I'm trying to get this wish. Let's make a move. Um, meanwhile, back on Earth, uh, Bulma, Whis, Vegeta, Goku, they end up finding the two goons who are out here finding the seventh Dragon Ball. Um, Goku's just way to, first of all, Vegeta shooting them out of the sky. (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. Um, With with, with ease. With ease. They're trying to escape. He's just like, nope, see ya. He lifts up the pod. Goku's out there <laughs> snorting into the damn glass uh, and just like, give us the Dragon Ball. What are you guys doing here? And then they sense, okay, Frieza's here and he's not alone. Um, Frieza comes in to me. I love it. The most extra entrance ever where he drops that little ball just to separate the clouds just so he can show up in a clear sky. I love it. Um and and we're getting ready into essentially Real villain shit. Yeah, we're, I mean we're getting into fight night right now, and this yeah. is what we've been waiting for. And this it is starts what... to pot. It starts to just go on heavy at this point. Like the movie just hits a flips a switch, bro. Listen, they arrive on the planet. Uh, Frieza is now in possession of all seven Dragon Balls. Vegeta and Goku, why are you here, Frieza? Then you and he, you know, they have a little banter back and forth. I love it. Um, just because any to me, m- most of Goku and Frieza's interactions, I love. I think they've built it up and developed this in this way that it's kind of like it's it's obviously a mutual respect, even though they know both of them will stop the other from accomplishing what they're trying to accomplish. Exactly. And, and more times than not, Goku's the one who stops Frieza. Um but but I love their relationship. Um Paragus recognizes Vegeta and it's just like, yo, you're King Vegeta's son. Um and and you know, let's see. I think Goku talks a little bit. He tries to like, hey, you know, we're saying here, like, come on. Um but it's not enough. And they're like, listen, it's time to go fight. And we get the first true fight yeah. of this movie. Yeah. It is Vegeta versus Broly. Yeah. We got to break yeah. this down. We got to break <laughs> this down. Hey, man. 
from the first punch and Vegeta smirking as he's backing up. We saw it in the trailer, but him smirking as he's going back and the crowd to me, the crowd is going up for it. They're like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh my God. What are your thoughts just on general favorite moments, favorite scenes, just Mm -hmm. this entire Vegeta Broly encounter? I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to sound weird saying this, but like, bro, this is maybe one of my favorite Vegeta fights. Like, it went up, it like it went up my, it went up my list of favorite moments with Vegeta because it was so smooth. Like, and when Vegeta's fighting and he knows he's not in trouble, it's like the best to me. Or he just like he's so confident in the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the transformations, first of all, were like, whew. <laughs> just so fluent bro i mean i i've say it again we already know how i feel about red when 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 we see vegeta go super saiyan god bro it's fire like it's no words to really explain it it's like it's just perfect and i and i agree with you on the point of like when vegeta is confident that he's gonna he's gonna win the fight he fights differently and like after the punch and they're sliding back. The animation for how they construct that fight from going like iceberg to iceberg and yeah. Vegeta's beating the brakes off of Broly and completely like, you know, he's 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 in control of the fight at first and then, you know, he starts getting pushed back a little bit, he's not doing enough damage. Then that first Super Saiyan transformation was fire. Mm. The way he like looked down on the camera and like the the R was just like pumping up through him, this shit was amazing and then he goes back to beating him again he's beating him up you know it's it's Vegeta's in control again then it's not enough Broly starts to learn as he fights so he's adapting right then he goes red once he went (laughs) red I I could not contain myself in the theater I was flipping the fuck out just the, the way that they constructed that and then again he was beating the shit out of Broly he sent Broly back up like once he sent him back underwater mm-hmm. and Goku was like, Vegeta, no! Mm-hmm. And he like, fuck that. And he, yeah. sent them, he sent them all the way back just to the pit. And I was like, yo, that, that, He's that's... Pulling. He was, that's he was having goal. fun. He was having fun, bro. That's the goal right there. Paragus <laughs> was just losing all kinds of hope. It was... And, and, and that's... Vegeta, and, and Frieza was like, so... It, is this it? Is, is that, like, yeah, I, this is it. And but that's one of and and before we get into the sort of conclusion of that fight, that's one of the main stark differences between this movie and the previous movie, right? Because the the initial movie, I don't even think the Saiyans even had an ounce of a chance. No one did. No, uh, they they at this point, and and I'll say this: it's uh, it's the it's a notable Vegeta fight. And I'll say this because of in reference of the Goku fight, this is the first fight where Vegeta doesn't get completely embarrassedly washed. Yeah, that's real. He that was isn't, the first thing. It, it, he wasn't, and Goku receives a brunt of the actual, you know, <laughs> ass kicking. Yeah, of course, Goku got the worst of it, yes. Well, normally it's Vegeta, right? Normally you're it's right. Vegeta you're, who's you're just the one. Right. That's a, I didn't think about it like that until you just said that. But that's, even that's even in the original movie, it's Vegeta who gets cratered into the damn, by, in his face, just gets cratered into a, a boulder or a mountain or something. Like, he's the one who, you know, he's the one who really gets the ass kicking, but it's like Vegeta who's the technically good fighter. And Broly, who isn't as adept because, and it's a nice story they told, who isn't as adept because he's really only faced his father um, 
power level of just only 4,200, hasn't really learned all the things, hasn't been through the space, hasn't been through the sagas, hasn't fought the villains that they've fought. Um, and he's he's really just holding his own at that point. And to me, just that transformation to Super Saiyan God, I mean, we've talked about it just now already, but the way the flames and just sort of yep. the beautiful, the camera just, sh- you know, from the feet all the way up, the animation yep. itself, the, the, the stark difference in appearance and just everything yeah. like that. It was just like, whew. It's perfect. Everyone perfect. in my theater, that was the most, if, if there was any pops in the theater for like the biggest reaction, it was that. It was everyone seeing, seeing, you know, for lack of a better term, uh, how everyone in probably Court Street realizes the realest nigga on earth, Vegeta, <laughs> yeah, really becoming the realest in that moment. It was him at his All highest peak. All the pictures mm-hmm. were worth it. All the fan pictures of him going red before we knew he could were perfect. This 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 moment just like finalized everything that I I have been standing for. You know, Super Saiyan God Vegeta for quite some time right and and, and and this was beautiful to see them um at some point just due to the nature of everything going on vegeta i mean broly sort of unlocks his you know untapped power and that's the power of <laughs> they explain it they explain it to me i don't know if they explained it in the regular movie how that's to kind of works, but they certainly explained it in this movie uh how it was just the power of the great eight you yeah. know, just embodied it's in really this cool. form. Yeah. 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 I, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. It, I guess they wanted to kind of tell us why, like, what this, what this, what this was. Like, what, why, why is he the only saying that? Because if, why is he so ridiculously strong? Right. Basically, it's like they had to pace the movie properly to kind of like move him forward with his power. So uh, I'm glad that they explained it in this, in this when way. He, when, he, when he came back and he was like, just, just radiating green and like mm-hmm. he's he swole the fuck up like and he came out of the water and just like he just this unlimited stamina he had again mm-hmm. i just marking the fuck out especially when paragus like explained like it's the power of a great ape but he's lost all sense of himself he doesn't know what he's doing he was beating the shit out of vegeta and and vegeta was again like, washed yeah it's just he couldn't keep up Right, because you know, this was this is a different type of power that he tapped into that they couldn't, right? You know, and just the this sheer speed and brute strength that came with it, he couldn't keep up. And Vegeta was starting to get like you know pushed back on his toes before he could even go to a uh, Super Saiyan Blue. Um, but just the animation, man. Hey, the can, animation. Can, can I? It sold it all. Go ahead. Can man. I? Can I kind of go? I, I just want to maybe fast forward a little bit like so the explaining of like that this brawly you know whatever that was the the power of the great eight basically just in regular form it's like when thinking about the new you know super arc that's coming up and and what's next and like we already seen ultra instinct like what's next for the super saiyan brand do you think that like this form is something that they'll try to look into other than just for for brawly because like, I, I, I was thinking about like what's next for the the evolution of you know taking it to the next level or transforming or whatever's next. I mean, we saw it obviously in the power tournament with <clears throat> excuse me with um with uh, uh, uh see, I don't know why her name is out of my out of my head right now. Um, 
Um, with um, sorry, y- y'all um, know what I'm talking about Kale, uh, Kale, with Kale, yeah. Oh yeah, Kale, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But so it's like, could this be? My my question, to you guys, would you guys mind if this was a new form that Vegeta and Goku would try to get to at some point in stage in the new in and you know in Super as the new transformation per se? I I'd say I'd say no. And only reason why I say that is because I feel like that would only come up if they knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Now, if they find out what it is, right. then they can potentially find a way to tap into that. But Broly, he doesn't he doesn't know what it is. You know, right, but right. He's it's very, just something that he deals with. Yeah. And right. Goku and Vegeta aren't tortured characters like him. So it's really hard for them to you know, what it'd be something detrimental would have to happen. And Goku already, you know, had to fight the guy that killed him, his wife and his child. And he didn't break into it. Then and he didn't break it. Right. right. Yeah. Definitely, so that no, makes sense. It definitely makes and sense. And also the thing about Broly is that his, um, his tail kept growing back after, mm-hmm. um, kind of cut it off. It, it right. kept, you know, in whenever he was a child, just like Goku, he transformed into a great ape, uh, and was tanned apart on on Vampa. So I I think this interests me for two reasons. This interests me because this is what Broly that little mode he was in was particularly similar to what happened to Goku and GT um, to get the Super Saiyan Four. Mm-hmm. Except the difference is Goku actually went ape right to get to Super Saiyan Four. Yeah. Um, and this is like, does he have? He doesn't have his tail with me, right? Broly's tail's gone, right? From, I don't think he has it. No, from from I don't, what I, don't I, think, I, yeah. I don't think he has his tail. No. I don't think he has his tail anymore. Um, from what I get from this, it's like this is what happens when you don't have your tail. Mm. So you just have, you tap into the same power because it's not it's not the moon that's causing it. You know, it's just you breaking into yourself and you're breaking into this. this untapped potential but i think i i also don't think it's i don't think it's even something though that normal saiyans can do because you gotta there's still like the lore of like the legendary super saiyan and the legendary super saiyan i mean it looks like broly to me i don't know this explanation kind of like it puts it in a little bit of perspective and it also gives it a little bit more context of why the legendary super saiyan is the legendary super saiyan Mm -hmm. as opposed to just like He's a legendary Super Saiyan. That's why he's so strong. It's right. more like he's this—he's this strong, and that makes him the legendary Super Saiyan. Right. So it, it, it to me it. I, you know, I, I get all that, but then we, we we're gonna have to figure out what's up with Kale then, in that sense. And, and though I do agree with that, the thing is, they never really say that he is that. The, movie, yeah, yeah. They never know? really actually they, touch on it. And also, I don't want to skip too far into the fights, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, they never really necessarily say. Mm-hmm. That he is the legendary Super Saiyan, but it makes sense if that were the case because he's tapping into powers and things and Saiyan bodies that other Saiyans haven't, you right? Know? Um, so and on top of all that, Broly's had no real training besides with his pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're just imagining how strong he would be if he had the same kind of experience that that's real, uh, the other Saiyans did, including like Zen Kaibus and stuff like that. Um, so 
so Dude. I'll I'll say this. I'll say well in terms of just sort of moving forward with the fights and things like that. Go Broly ascends to this next level, and you know how Goku already feels about this. He's like, "Oh, people are getting stronger out here." <laughs> yeah, let me, oh, let me fight with, let me without fight. me. <laughs> Rock hard. Um, <laughs> this man is just like, "Oh, he he doesn't even say like Vegeta, your time is up." He was like, "Oh, it's time to cut in." He already yeah. knows what time it is, and the jacket flies off, and they're fighting. And to me, you know, despite the actual results of the actual fight. Goku and, and and Broly's entire action where you kind of get like that first person first person mode as Broly as they're like flying through the air and through the iceberg and he's like yeah. punching him and like all these other type of stuff and Goku's not really putting up any offense or anything like that. I thought that was incredible. To me, the choreographing between all of these fights has just been phenomenal in general. How each they've obviously planned all of this and they saved a, a good portion of this um from the tournament of power and yeah, that just, energy i was gonna say that power that power tournament and energy was was still there yeah um goku goku versus broly any sort of you know anything that sticks out in your minds anything that you kind of liked about it um just general thoughts I mean, new Goku techniques are always welcomed in my world. That was fun. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. doing jutsu. Cool. Shit was lit. I didn't expect yeah, that at all. Yeah. Like once he, very cool. The way I love the way he transformed into God, man. Where like he went from you know, in his regular little super, he, yeah Super Saiyan, and then after that, he like the way he transformed was like his arms were like down, like you know, yeah. It kind of like he exhaled in a sense. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, exactly. Like he. Because he going into that form is a bit more like natural for him, but he like it's like he calmed down, and because mm-hmm. I feel like Super Saiyan, and then like when you tap into God Key, it's more of like a control thing over uh just changing your your state of power. Uh, yeah, he whenever he like he exhaled, his like arms are down, then he like hop back up, and he was like all agile and stuff, and and then whenever he froze Broly. And was talking Man, to him. Dude, that he, was so cool. Whenever he just completely shut his shit down, and then he was talking to him like, "I don't think you're evil." Yeah, I think I think you you just you you know you're misled. Some, some foreshadowing, man. Some yeah. First of all, everyone in the theater was like, "What the fuck is this, bro?" I Yo, was too. Goku, like, because where, where did he learn this, man? He she completely shut him down. He couldn't move anymore, and, and but Goku was able to. Goku was still walking around. Like Goku was good. So it was. It was definitely a new, interesting technique, and just the way they animated it was like just perfect. Like, but you know, it's the cool part. I mean, you get Broly learning how to fight during the entire this. When Broly breaks free of this, he also learns that technique and he uses it on Goku. That was fucking, which ridiculous. is amazing. That blew my mind. Whenever like he broke through it, then the aura changed colors, and the and the field around him and Goku went from like being all red mm-hmm. to being green. And he shot it back at Goku, and Goku was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, right. and and Broly's like breaking free of these like strings, and then he's and then he just then he just fucking starts pummeling Goku and just tearing him apart. I do think that was a very nice little touch. Whenever he like shot it back at him, however the fuck he did that. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, go the ahead. animation. No, just the animation from then onwards, just like. I love whenever they they incorporate the whole like they're moving so fast you can't see them type thing. There's mm-hmm. lots of moments where we can't see what's happening because they're going so fast and going back and forth. But then the moments you do see them, 
Goku, I mean, Broly goes, there's a 100% Hulk mode on Goku, and it's just like throwing him back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then mm-hmm. running his head through the damn, and shout out to the voice actors, man, because they snapped. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, they did. They, I don't know what their throats are like right now, but I know they got to be dying because the amount of screaming that happens in that movie. Oh, when Goku is getting absolutely Hulk smashed yeah. <laughs> into the ice and you just hear him screaming out yes. in pain. I could feel it. Like, feel yeah. It. Absolutely. But, just, but the way they animated it was just perfect. It was it, like they deserve all the awards, all the roses for all those fights. But it's, I, I especially I just I like the the choreography of the iceberg fights a lot, yeah. Because of just the places they went to and the different like, and then when they went like to Earth's core for a second, oh yeah, like, under the ice, mm-hmm. um, and they were going back and forth and they were like they were like in lava <laughs> for a second. It, it right. was kind of it was kind of a callback to the Beerus, uh, the Beerus and Goku fight in Battle of Gods. You know, it was um, crazy just how the atmosphere changed because, at, you know, at some point, Goku goes Super Saiyan Blue. He's like, all right, fuck this. I, I ain't got no time for this. Fantastic uh, transformation. By the um, way. I mean, crowd popped. They saw a little bit of gray, a little bit of instinct. Everyone was kind of losing their minds, um, respectively. It was like, oh, shit. And then they're like, oh, it's just blue. Um, but they kind of they change entire scenery. It's kind of like, you know, to have an ice, you know, an ice continent change, and then it's kind of now this, the absolute, you know, opposite of it, where it becomes this lava, you know, fiery wasteland. is right. is just incredible in how they sort of change the atmosphere for all of that. Um, Goku gets the you know gets the best of Broly in this situation, and then you know Freeze is just like, is that it? Uh, all right, I guess we gotta go. <laughs> I, I hope for your sake. This is, this turns out a bit differently. Um, but Broly turns up, and I mean, really his turns he turns up when Freeze is just like he might need a little bit more motivation. And you, <laughs> all right, we the flashback Mills. of him killing Krillin. Mills, this come on, guys, all of us right now, like. Were you not like just this was th- was this a top this is top three this is top three in a movie this is it. yeah I mean because it, it the, the thing was about it is like that's why I was calling back to earlier in the film that I was so thrown off about that that one savage moment then this happens and I'm like the Frieza most just, savage moment Frieza just killed him casually yeah like <laughs> casually he was, he was a main character in this movie he was one of the driving characters and Frieza just boop he's gone he was like, and he's hmm. like. It was the acting afterwards that got me bro, out of my like, chair. Bro. Oh, Broly! <laughs> <laughs> energy plus yeah. killed your father. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you bastard! You a savage, just, you just evil and bastard, bro. So sinister, bro. Oh my god! Isn't it trademark Frieza though? It's just yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It is what it is. It, but it was done. It was done so well then that like dude. it was it was amazing. Dude, the fucking transformation. Yeah. The 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 this the the theme, the 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 atmosphere, the switch up, the 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 pain, the, the, the colors, the, the, the colors, the screaming, like everything about it. W- once he just started going insane, and then you hear the the fucking uh, the orchestra come in, and like mm-hmm. 
that that theme is that that soundtrack is so perfect for this specific transformation, and I think everybody in Mama probably thought that that was his like big big transformation that was gonna be the one for the trailers. Oh, Whenever yeah. you see him like fucking elevating out of the ground and like his eyes are glowing red yeah, and this yeah. big ass like beam of green is just going yeah. up. Just his mere transformation is destroying everything. And I was like, yo, they about to get fucked up. Oh, and God. then once he, he broke through, it was that was some of the illest shit ever. Like, and it was because I based off that trailer, I was already comparing it to like his original one, right? Because mm-hmm. the one from the original movie is the one of my favorites in all of Dragon Ball. Uh and I don't think either one is better than either one because of how different they are. Yeah. You know, the only thing they have in common is that there is, is the pain and the torture, but yeah, you know, you know where I, it comes from. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think I can't even compare them because of how different they are, you know? Um, but once he breaks through man and the fighting starts again, he, they just, they cannot keep up with him. He is on a whole different level. Oh my god, bro! It's like a, Vegeta. Vegeta joins him, and it just becomes his handicap match because it's like, why are you playing around? And he's just like, yo, I'm actually trying out I'm here. Not, yeah, I was like, uh, I'm not playing around, bro. Um, we get a little bit. The fight turns less animation and more CGI. Uh, Dragon Which Fighters. I, I was okay with. I was okay with at the time. I'm. I, I don't know how I fully feel about it. It's not bad. I get it. I get it was it. definitely there's so much thing, stuff going like. around. I mean, they decided <clears throat> and and I think this was more so of like, yo, this is the most this is like the penultimate fight. This is like mm-hmm. of all the, you know, Dragon Ball is really just people shooting beams at each other. This is the most like this are the biggest beams and this is the most colors and this is the most powering up. And to me, they just had to take it to another level for the movie, especially considering we have the budget for it. Um so they whipped out, you know, we got we got some graphics, we got, you know, the 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 I don't know if it's the Gallic gun or the final it looks like the Gallic gun Kamehameha back to back um it, type it of was, deal. Yeah, I don't know what the uh what the formal name what is actually going to be called, but it's probably Gallic, the Gallic, Gallic the Gallic Kamehameha wave. Yeah, it's it's a combination of both, but they're fighting through air and they're going through um, you know, they're they're trying it was to escape super animated. It was crazy, and they managed to get this, you know, they they managed to see a free spot, and it's funny, because they're like, oh, yours, Frieza, and Broly <laughs> can't even, like, in a second, he can't just, even process what's going on. He sees another body. Beating Frieza's ass. Like. Everyone went up for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, because the way, the way that transitioned. It was like he he was fighting Goku Vegeta, then all of a sudden Frieza getting his ass whooped, like punch punch. punch that punch, shit punch, was punch. hilarious. It was. Good, it good was. Luck, Frieza's Frieza. like, God damn! I'm like, what the fuck's going on? They were he was beating the shit. <laughs> he was beating his he ass. Was beating bro. the shit out of Frieza, dog. He and was. The way they kept cutting back to it was fucking hilarious. Oh my god! So they do the instant transmission, Goku, and and they finally land where Piccolo is, and I forgot to say that Piccolo was, you know. He had yeah. a brief pep talk. He was coach. He was coach this movie. Coach Piccolo. Yeah, he was. Yeah, of yeah. course. He knows he's his Piccolo, place. man. Yeah. He's a mentor. He's a... The, that's kind of his, yeah, that's kind of his role now. And you know what? If they're fully going into that role, if they're fully like, yo, this is the role, I'm for it. 
No, um, I, I, it makes sense to me because even Piccolo says there's there was no point for me to come with you guys. I mean, yeah, it's not like I'm gonna get you know, washed, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, he's I'm like, not, well, but there's always Piccolo. there's always been like you know Piccolo was this warrior from Dragon Ball, and his role has diminished as we got through Z and through Super. To me, this is kind of like the first time they've ever just like embraced that like. Yo, he's the guy who knows about fighting. He's just the, you know, he's not the guy who's going to join the fight because he knows he has no chance compared to all the Super Saiyan God shit. Um, he's just like, you know what? I'm playing the role of coach. I'm, you know, and they go through the process of learning fusion. Another hilarious part in the midst of all this, you know, craziness of Vegeta just, touch. Vegeta touch. just like, I'm not doing that. Like, uh, I, I would, I, I, it was. It, I thought it was in a weird. I mean, I understand it had to happen, obviously, but it was kind of. It was a fast situation. Like, I understood that they had to kind of like get it done to mm-hmm. get to the next next process. But you guys know what I mean. It was very yeah. like you knew what was about to happen. Like, right. Even and, even and if we didn't it, watch the leak, you knew that this was the part. Like, okay. Right. If uh, this was super, it probably would have gone to maybe three. Episodes. You already know. You already know. Yeah. This was kind of <laughs> done in like three minutes or so. But, Absolutely. And, and I feel like, but and that being said, I do feel like this made the most sense, though. Yeah. As far as getting it, it def- done, it to, you it know, because in, in, in the other events of fusion, it, they, a lot of them did not make because you can always make that argument like, what? Well, they just stop them. Why they just kill them? Why they just beat them? You know, like mm-hmm. Goku Black and they had his Amasu not know they were there. Why didn't he kill them before then? Uh, right. You know, although in Janemba, how do they have enough time to do it? Uh, stuff like that, you know. So I feel like if you go to a very far away place using a technique that he has no idea about, while well, he's in a blind rage of beating the shit out of Frieza, um, yeah, they I use Frieza as a scapegoat. <laughs> I do agree that it, it it felt a bit rushed and felt like, all right, come on, we've got to hurry up, get to the climax. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuse, it makes fuse, sense though. Fuse niggas, sense. hurry up! You know, this is like, and I, I think I think the little jokes they did were cute with uh, Veku and Goku. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was cute, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely, it, I wouldn't say it undermined that, that goes into another issue I had with that is like, and I'll, I'll wait till we get there, but I, I do think that it, it definitely was a bit like forced. It was a bit rushed, but I'm glad that it made sense in context. Yeah. You know, um, this is all, even the funny, the funny transformations, I think it's just all Toriyama and just is like, his need for like, let me throw some comedy in this. Just you know, even the freezer yeah, thing. It was, it was pretty serious, yeah, up until that point. I, I mean, for a, for a little minutes with all right. the fighting scenes, so it was okay. Like I, I said, think I, it's to add sort of, you know, you have this constant fighting thing at this point. Yeah. probably for twenty moon, twenty minutes of the movie, they're fighting. So it's like you add this little comedy thing to sort of bring it down before you go back and just really get this sort of ultimate battle. Um, <clears throat> Freeze is getting his ass whooped. Even in golden form, he's getting his ass whooped. Like, he stands no chance. No chance. They finally get the fusion right. Even, you know, comedic moment. Oh, what kind of... What do we name ourselves? Goku? <laughs> Good, you know. Oh, Gogeta. It was, it, it was kind of corny. It was kind of Yeah, it was kind of corny. I, but, I, but I, again, you know, I think it's the best way. We all, Everybody knows who Gogeta is. So it's not like... I can see if this was something completely new. We've never seen it. We didn't know who what this was gonna be, but I I didn't mind it being as corny as it was. I love the color palette for Gogeta. Of course, I'm, I'm glad they. I'm glad they. Hey man, they we, updated. We didn't, had, it. we didn't had our discussions with Gogeta, man. Yeah, I I I, I loved it. I I fell in love with it. I I think he looked great. 
Um, personality was awesome. Uh, I have no, I have nothing bad to say about Gogeta. It, it's, it's different from the orange. It's got a nice little, you know, a, a, a different type of blue. I, I love it entirely. Even because now with the blue hair, it just looks incredible. Yeah. Um, I like the pace of that fight. It was very like the the fight whenever he came back and like mm-hmm. he went super Gogeta briefly and it was lit. Like they were going back and forth and just the the way Gogeta moves is so the choreographed, like, the acrobatics. Yeah, it's so, so elegant, he's so bro. free. He's like he's very he's quick on his feet. Like he uses he's big on his legs and like going just like this way and this way and that way and mm-hmm. and it, it was just handled so beautifully. So he goes super Gogeta. And they're going back and forth again. And then all this dope shit is happening. And then now one thing, this was a very interesting decision that they did this, especially with how the trailers were set up is how Broly just kind of casually went into his upgraded form. You Mm -hmm. know, that I found very interesting because I'm going to be honest, that form had like no weight to me. Oh yeah. I was kind of hoping that that happened either before or after he went, you know, Gogeta or Gogeta Blue. Because, like I said, it's just, it happened. I, I, I'm not mad. I was kind of, I thought it was kind of dope how they kind of just like, quickly, like, boom, I'm buffed up. You know, I'm, I'm super broly. But it kind of took away the whole, like, that's why I kind of strayed away from the whole legendary Super Saiyan thing. Because mm. it wasn't this, like, big, wild transformation where he goes to this different level. They already had that. Right. Whenever he went to Super Saiyan. Um, so they can't do that twice, obviously, but that's why I was saying I kind of couldn't compare it to the other one because in the other one, he went to that form first after breaking through and like, it was, it was just an interesting decision because the same thing happened with Gogeta. Gogeta went blue like in a snap, like yeah. it, it kind of just happened. And I think they did that to keep the pace of the fight going. So people wouldn't complain about, you know, stopping and letting people transform and all that. Yeah, they usually do it. just like, Hey, they're, they're already strong as fuck. They we know just, this. <laughs> they can tap into it. They can go. And then once they went to those different levels, one of the most unexpected and wild things in that whole movie for me was they when they punched each other <laughs> and they like broke the dimension. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was and just they, about to talk about that. What do you how, how did you guys feel was. about that? I was, was like was cool, man. Was I was like, dude. what the hell? What's never happened? It's something I'm about to say, it's something you just you, you haven't seen. But that that's that kind of puts their power in context, does it not? Just the two incredible forces where they're able to sort of break through dimensions just based on how much actual power they have. Hey man, and I, 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 while we're talking about power and that that scene exactly, you know, break basically breaking into dimension like is Broly stronger than Jaren? We obviously know Jaren's probably the better fighter because Broly's still learning. But do, do I think is, is Broly stronger than Jaren from a, from a quote unquote power level standpoint? <laughs> I personally think that Broly is stronger than Jaren, but yeah. Jaren can beat him in a fight. Right, Jiren, that, that's kind of Jaren stomps as well. Jaren like, stomps, obviously the better like uh, fighter. You know what I mean? Because I don't, and even though I think he's stronger than Jiren, he's not like an, this overlooming force that'll come and just wash him. Exactly. Because that the same thing that was happening with the Goku and Jiren was kind of happening with, uh, you know, Broly, Broly and Goku. Gogeta. Yeah. It's, it's just like there were points in time where you're like, oh, this guy is really like fucking them up. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, and then they'll have this one moment where like, oh, shit, they're going to win. The Giga's going to win. Then Jiren, like, no, fuck that. Cut yeah. it out. I'm still that dude. You know, so 
it was kind of happening as far as like as the ones win, especially Broly was tearing them apart when he went Super Saiyan against them two in blue. Yeah, was still yeah, mi- was still mixing them, you know. Yeah, just his yeah. speed and that's so raw the thing. power. Raw power. We're giving the we're giving the Broly. Raw power. I'm giving it to Broly. He doesn't have. He's not like he did, no techniques. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, I just wanted to put it in the air. You know, I wanted to no, finalize I, it's, it for the it's people. A, it's a good question. I, I do think Broly is raw power. He is stronger. But Jiren is just a better trained fighter. That's Absolutely. also super fucking strong. Yeah. yeah I, um, I, I Just a quick thing that happened in between before the, the, the Gogeta thing. You saw a little brief thing of Whis and Broly. And I thought that was nice. That was I mean, cute. It was it was something just like oh Weiss is getting in there and of uh, course he's not getting touched because shows us how strong Weiss really really they had really, to remind really us really yeah like that is definitely a reminder. Second yeah. thing I would say with that whole dimensions thing to me I thought that part was beautiful just from you know just a couple weeks after seeing Spider Man into the Spider Verse and probably my biggest compliment about that movie was the artistic direction with that movie and kind of the different palettes. And when they're in that scene, that the scene where they're kind of like this scene where you kind of reach in. And if you've seen the movie, you kind of know where it is, but it's this whole artistic direction and the, the color palettes and the way they chose to sort of shown this like different dimension and it's beautiful and it's kind of rolling back and you get the lasers and you kind of get all of that. I thought that was incredible just from a standpoint of just the art and how far Dragon Ball has come. Um, just seeing this, but you know, we eventually get to the sort of the 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 final thing, and you know, we see go we see Gogeta breaking out. Oh, what's that move again? The the Stardust. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know the name. I forgot I, Stardust I'm, Breaker. Yeah, Stardust Breaker. I marked out when that shit whenever <laughs> he did that. You know, I, I marked like, out over the multi beam thing too because I thought that was. A, oh yeah. It's it, it was bro. just like oh, oh yeah, God, there dude. was like the just the hundreds of them coming down at yes, one time bro. on Broly. That shit was beautiful. Because to and me, it's like they, a, it's a staple of Vegeta's move set, obviously, because he's the multi beam king. Man, anytime he's in peril, it's like let me just start shooting a hundred. Let me get this done, yeah. Right. And it's Goku's like I'm shooting one thing, so it's kind of a mixture of both. I really appreciated that. No, I agree, and I especially appreciated that because it was. It wasn't like a one thing that came down and that was it. It was a volley. Like he right. kept he kept going. It was more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Uh but I definitely marked out at the callback with the Stardust thing because I, I just love the way that move works and the way it looks because it's and there's there's two things about Gogeta and that fight in particular that I just like I really appreciate and they do different things to Dragon Ball. And that Stardust thing is different because it's not blue, it's not yellow, it's not purple, it's not, you know, it's like this white crystallized, like, you know, ball that's really small. You throw at him and then it's like this, all this shit just happens. But calling back to the uh, the fight and the dimension breaking, whatever the hell that riff was, I really like that because how else can you show, like, power levels in their fights now? Because yeah. every time yeah. it happens, they punch each other, the camera pans out, lots of craters and rocks flatten out, and all these like noises go off and all that. How do you show that these guys are on a different echelon than any other fight we've ever seen before? Is you literally, they go to a different dimension. But it happens twice. Yeah. They're trying to break out of it and yeah. do it again. And it goes from like this, I, I forgot what, it was like purplish in the beginning, purplish, blue, whatever. They do it again and it goes white. Yeah. Then they break out after that and then 
Gogeta is just giving him the pause. And I, I love how Gogeta is just like, whenever he's like sliding past uh, Broly's like beam at him, mm-hmm. he's just like sliding, like smiling and like jumping. And then he did that one move. And I really, really love this because it was a callback to all these different things in Dragon Ball that you don't really see that much anymore. I don't know what it's called. But whenever he like put his hands up in front of Broly, Mm-hmm. And that and the beam came out of the ground. And oh, like broke, that was yeah, it. Yes, yeah. Because yes. you you see that before in like Dragon Ball games and the show and all that. It's but you don't see it as often right now. But whenever he did that, it was just so many different little things. I I, did, I love when they they do moves and like particular things. And that's why I'm I'm excited to hopefully see Broly, you know, come into himself and start bringing back moves we've seen or even bringing new ones. You know. Because uh, he was he was doing some of the um the OG ones because his you know his little key blaster green and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the even blast. the mouth black like that shit was lit. Yeah, it um, was very lit. But I just that fight was perfect, man, and it really showed that the Gogeta like power uh, level <laughs> over yeah, Broly. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. You know, um, Gogeta yeah. blue, man. Whew, just... it, it goes back and forth. It looks like it's gonna come to a conclusion. Um, the fight comes to a conclusion, but it comes to one that's kind of, uh, I guess we would label it a no contest. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, how did you guys feel about just sort of the abrupt ending to this fight? Because I know people, I mean, I think throughout this entire fight, people were just crazy. They were like mm-hmm. lifted. They were into it. They're going back and forth in my, in the court street theater. Literally the kids are standing on the chair and just like, yo, yeah, I, like, I, I definitely have something to say about the end. And, um, it's all, it, it is all positive. I just see, Chile no make Chile, uh, you know, assembles the Dragon Balls, steals pretty much Frieza's Dragon Balls, right. and makes a wish to essentially send Broly back to his home planet, and that's kind of how the fight that's ends. That's how it ends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jeff? Well, you know, obviously, if you're just watching this film and you you're you're kind of in there, which I don't know how many people were watching this movie, not really knowing about Super or you know whatever. Um, I hope the girlfriends weren't because I did feel bad a little bit for the girlfriends for real because if if they were they were probably a bit upset and not to say that you know women don't watch Dragon Ball because there are a few who do but I'm just saying from the court street theater and how everyone was kind of rolling I was like damn I feel sorry for you guys (laughs) you ain't know this because they don't know what's what the meaning of this yeah it's a testosterone to the, the culture and what it means to super well, it's right? a testosterone-filled movie, and there are these fights, and kind of all the kid, the the boys grow to love it, and then you know there's a future album coming out. Everyone's kind of on edge, <laughs> like it's a you know everyone's in there sort of you know it's a lot of testosterone right, building right, in right. the movie. So it's kind of like if you were there, I kind of just like I'm sorry, you know, this is just how Dragon Ball is. Yeah, no, uh, I I think <laughs> I think it was important that it ended this way, um, just for the purpose of super and the, and super continuing and uh, you know what 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 it means for the future of the franchise you know make basically what you know the term you guys use in 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 the, in the wrestling world you know they're protect they're protecting they're protecting brawley yeah you know uh they're, they're making sure that he's protected for the future of the series and he's obviously canon now um so it may have disappointed some people or frustrated some people because the fight was so great 
and there was a chance that Brawley was about to die. Uh, but but about to get sent to God, right? Yeah, right, definitely. Kami, right? Uh, but uh, it was they were protecting him and, and protecting his value uh, as a character. So um, I like how it happened because it brings back uh, you know the characters that we met earlier in the movie and their importance and um, yeah, and of course that the little tidbit at the very end, which we'll talk about in a minute, was awesome. Yeah, but how did you feel about it, Balvin, in terms of just how it kind of, you know, it it ends, um, whether it's satisfying or not, it kind of just depends on the person that you are, but it, it, it ends from there. Yeah, I I feel the same way that I felt about Gogeta, honestly. Uh, a cop-out that made sense, mm-hmm. you know? It was definitely a cop-out, but it made sense in the grand scheme of things because, yeah. you know... How else do you save Broly in that situation? That's not gonna upset people, right? You know, right. if he if he you know he eats that beam, or Frieza comes and picks him up, or he gets picked up in a ship, you know, something like that. Or even if he dies, and or if he, they, he, he gets dies, wish back, wish back you know, then right. death be nothing in Dragon Ball. Yeah. So I think it, it. I mean, it made sense. I wasn't mad at it. You know, what I'm saying like his this new person that his only friend his only person that he has a connection to that's not to use him saved him um yeah. so it, I, I think it was a cop out obviously they had to save him somehow uh they had to write it in somewhere cuz they they're not going to kill him he's going to be a staple I'm sure eventually uh but i think it made sense and it was good i don't i'm not upset at it especially cuz of who it was that saved him uh, yep. Because that whole character kind of is introduced to be like you know Broly's you know mediator and all of his like struggles yeah. and stuff, or love um, interest, or love interest. I or you know interest. the way she's maneuvering right now. That's that's what I was saying. The way they showed her, you know, <laughs> that's where they she's showing him her titties and all that. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Uh, but but yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, it made sense. You know, they they have to save Broly somehow, and people. If he would have died and wished back, people are upset. If he would have ate that beam, people will be upset because Absolutely. he was getting destroyed. And that's Gogeta's like final move. I'm kind of upset that was his final move. Wish it was Big Bang Kamehameha, but that's personal. You, you, but but um, I, I I don't think this is. I think I think that as well. What you just said, uh, they could be also protecting Gogeta for something in the future as well. So. I I, I, don't know. I I agree. I just wish we yeah. would have saw Big Ben Kamehameha. Because mm-hmm. I hear you. We I see you. we see final Kamehameha all the time, and it's just not all the time. It's just yeah. not as dope, bro. Like <laughs> you. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, let's see. I mean, after that, you know, they're all happy and smiles. It's like okay, they got a wish. He's got a way. Um, Chile and Lemo just decide, yo, we're dipping. Let's get out of here before Frieza kills us. Even though Frieza tried to kill him and Gogeta stopped him. Um. My favorite part, randomly, about Frieza the fusion. Was so bummed out, by the way. Yeah, he was so. First of all, the fusion when he's introduced and he's just like he's come back in like we're Goku and Vegeta fuse, and he's like mm-hmm. not fair. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, like, come on. But yeah, Vegeta, Frieza's bummed. They're just he's just like whatever. I'm leaving. I'm yeah, gonna blow up this planet is. one day. <laughs> like this planet will die eventually. Um, and you know they're poking around the universe. Frieza. You know, was looking for the traitors, but they, you know, he senses that he senses that they're with Brawly, so he's just like, let's leave him alone until he gets domesticated, and then we're gonna come back and kill him. Right. Um, 
Goku eventually finds them. Yeah, Vegeta eventually. I mean, Goku eventually finds them on Planet Vampa, and you know, there's a little bit of a back and forth. It's a great altercation in a sense of just like. My takeaway from this is that this was a great introduction to adding a new Saiyan to the cast. If this yep. is an introduction to adding a new Absolutely. Saiyan to the cast, Absolutely. Um, because we've been, you know, we've had, you know, Gohan's not really a fighter. Goten and Trunks are obviously to me comedic relief at this point because they haven't really evolved. Um, We've seen future trunks from various time to time, but we're not really getting into um, an actual like another threat, another someone who challenges and who pushes them to become stronger. And that's really Broly at this point. So I kind of like the way they ended this movie and it's sort of Goku lending the olive branch to say like, hey, make sure you're good because I'm going to want to fight you one day. Um, right. How did everyone feel about the ending? Uh, I, I, I personally thought it was perfect. I thought it was a perfect way if you're going to end it. Uh, make sure that you let us know that the whereabouts are known and Goku uh, and, and also, you know, the little smirk from Broly at the end, basically him understanding the situation at hand. Like, yeah, I got I went out, I got out of hand. Uh, things went a little bit crazy, um, but, you know, I'm situated now. I'm I'm somewhere where, you know, almost like he knew that he enjoyed the fight, even though he was blacked out in the fight. It was just like. I understand the situation now. I loved it in every single aspect um, because I liked Goku's hilarious. Goku's just a funny ass nigga. Um, <laughs> the way he conducts himself, such a, he's such a dunce, but it's 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 funny because I liked how they actually gave you know Chile and the other dude um, actual personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're funny. Like they're not just there for Broly's sake. You know. They got they got introduced because of him. They needed somebody to be his little you know sidekicks, but they're funny, man. And like whenever the dude brought the ham rub and he was like, um, well, "What are you doing here?" and he like Goku like walks up ignoring him like I'm talking to you. Or <laughs> um, <laughs> I asked you a question. It right. was funny. Um, and Goku's just like you know whatever. I'm not I'm not tripping. And then he brings him the capsule corp stuff. Hey, we need a Bulma in the real world, bro, because that capsule yeah. corp shit is wild. <laughs> like Bulma's having, look so rich, bro. Have, bro, having capsules that just have houses Jesus, inside of them. They are loaded, bro. They got they are, bread. They like, but the 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 the, gene, the technology of it all. Like how you? How are you? Like, just they're Iron like Iron Man. Like yeah, there's the Iron Man of the Dragon Ball universe, but um. I loved it because of Goku and Broly. And mm-hmm. I loved it that they this I'm glad Toriyama picked up the mantle because in retrospect, Broly's OG story is fucking stupid. Yeah. The fact that he hates Goku because Goku cried. You know, right. it'd make entirely more sense if A, it was his father's bidding, or B, Broly uh Honestly, it wouldn't even make sense for Broly to hate either of them because Broly has no connection to Planet Vegeta. Yeah. So you know, it only it only makes sense if it's his father's bidding that he has any kind of resentment towards these guys. Um, honestly, I'm sure uh, uh, Broly, if he had any kind of hatred towards them, it would be because they are Saiyans and they tried to kill him whenever he was younger. But they mm-hmm. were kids too, so if he has any kind of understanding, then he should have no beef. You no know? beef, exactly, um, exactly. But I loved it, and I kind of I had this this like this 
this confliction in me because I love OG Broly so much. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters ever. Um, just because of who he is as far as being the ruthless, brute, hulking character that does not like anybody and wants everyone dead. And he has the ability to do so because nobody can fuck with him, mm-hmm. you know? And all the, the shit that he talked in the movie um, and how like, he was just, just nothing. And I wish he would have talked more in this movie, but I understand he, was, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't conscious, basically. Um, right. But and he hasn't talked very much in his life. Uh, I did. I really loved the interaction between him and Broly. Just the smiling Broly did a few times. And, like, he has friends now. Because Broly is, he's not, he's not, like, insane. Like, the OG Broly's a maniac. He's, yeah. he's, he's a psychopath, you know. He's, he's, he's a conscious psychopath. Right. Broly was only that way because of saying nature once you break through because of a death in the family or a personal you know, relationship you kind of go into that hate mode um but they're pushing and kind of putting their foot down that this is not that he is a tortured guy that has no control really over his actions sometimes and hasn't his entire life because this has been his father's bidding uh now he has three friends, three new friends, basically. Uh, and he's with, you know, Goku coming to train and coming to get stronger. Uh, and I'm sure Goku was going to ask him for some kind of help or some kind of something down the line. Mm, we're definitely going to see him in Super again in the manga, course, the anime. I mean, they're going to, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see it. So, but I am glad that we got to see them fight out of pure, you know, I want to kill you and you want to kill me type situation. I'm glad it's out of the way. Yeah. Because I have a feeling it's going to be the similar thing with Vegeta, but we're not going to see that for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be purely training because they have no, they have no issue with each other. Exactly. Uh, the father, yeah, the father issue is kind of out of the way. They really yeah, don't have any All issue their fathers them. are dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, if any of their dads were still alive, there'd probably be the same situation as far as like, there'd be some kind of confliction there. But now it's like they have their own free will to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the possibilities are kind of limitless at this point um, of where this goes. Um, and I'm just, I'm glad that now in replacement of probably Trunks, Goten, and Gohan, we have a Saiyan, a new one that's stronger than both Vegeta and Goku. Mm-hmm. So... Even Goku said it himself, he's like, I thought I peaked. I thought I was, you know, I thought I was strong. Then you came and beat my ass, so I have right. a lot of work to do. Right. Um, so now people, the biggest question after the T.O.P. was that, where does uh, uh, Goku go from here? Where does, where does the Z Fighters go? There's no, the whole point of the show is, you know, getting stronger, beating this guy, getting stronger and going here. Obviously, we know where the next villain is because of the manga. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But we know where the next the next power struggle is and where the next goal for Goku, at least personally, is, is that he's not going to stop until he can beat Broly. Yeah. You know, but he wants him to get stronger, too. As you said, he wanted to teach him some things about himself and about how to control certain things. So I think Goku mentoring somebody like Broly is going to be fantastic. Uh, um, I can't wait to see it. No, um, let's see. 
Would you have been happy if there was a post-credit scene? Maybe something hinting at a new arc, or maybe something that is just like, you know, you get to see characters from the movie you haven't really seen before, or something like that. Would you have been like, do you feel like they should have added it? How do you feel? I was, I kind of wish they did. And I I wish they could have done one of two things. It could have been a gag thing, a joke. You yeah, know, a little like, gag. Yeah, you know, like you know how they do in the Avengers movies, something that doesn't have any kind of context to the actual story. Mm-hmm. It could have been a gag, you know, of like on with Broly and them on the planet, or you know, a shot at Krillin, or like somebody <laughs> like you know, like what did I miss? Or like what like, what happened here? Yeah, like that, yeah, you know? yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> or they could have you know shown a brief for the actual like fans of Super. They could have shown basically the beginning of the manga uh as a credit scene mm-hmm. of like goku and vegeta and bulma back where they were at on that island or whatever mm-hmm. and they're training again you know they talk about man broly's really strong and like vegeta calls goku an idiot and all that mm-hmm. then you see the ship come down of the space patrol yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and you see like jayco or that new guy pop up and they're like right, you know right. we we need like some kind of avenger ship some, yeah, yeah we yeah. need majin buu or yeah. something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I I would have been happy with that. I mean, you know, I think based on the success of this movie thus far, I think those things are a lot more possible now. I don't know if they thought. I'm sure they're like, when's the next time we're making a Dragon Ball movie? Right. <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. Because this is kind of this is the 20th movie. We're really going in for this. I don't know when the next time we're making this movie. Hell, we don't even know when new episodes are airing. I, they probably do know, but right. Um, we don't know. But you is know, March legit? No, no. We'd have known ten times. We would have known four months ago, five months ago, that it was coming back in March. Um, but it's a. Uh, I'll say that. What else? I think I had something else. I'm not fully sure. Ah, uh, I don't remember it. But you know, that was the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie in all of its form. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched it, it twice. Loved it. Um. You know, I think we can all say as fans of Dragon Ball that we love this movie. You know, you know, even despite its shortcomings, we still love this movie. Oh, the second thing, if this unfurled like an arc like they did in Super, would you be with it? Yeah, that, that's actually what I wanted to say. I I'm I'm wasn't necessarily into the whole, hey, here's a movie and here's us making it into an arc as well. But I would definitely watch an arc of this. I would, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me. I wouldn't mind at all. So. Yeah, I think it's a lot of time to expand on different things. Uh, it's a lot of time to give characters certain more motivations. I think they could really pull something out of this. Even though Broly has been a movie character for so long, I think bringing him into the actual anime arc itself is fine. And I don't even I don't even know if they did it initially for like budget purposes. Like, let's make this movie into come on, let's make the first twenty six episodes of Super into an arc just for time and budget and things like that i don't know if that was the reason why um but you know if they if they chose to do it with this i would not be mad if it you know if it brought back super a little bit earlier because of it i would not be mad and also uh, they just have a lot they have a lot that they can expand on especially, yeah especially yep. the sayings and stuff yep, they have a lot exactly they can put putting 24 minutes into like you know those episodes would be yeah, giving Brodak a little bit more context. Yeah. Unanswered questions, man. King Vegeta. We, we may not see Vegeta's brother for a whole other year, all we know. We know, we know. We, right. Who knows? Who knows if we ever see him? You know, when is Brawley coming back? What, what's the context of him coming back? You know, when's the Frieza situation? Like, there's a lot of different things that 
can be touched on and I'm excited for it. And I'm actually, I'm glad that this, you know, this next arc is something new. I'm sure you guys have been reading, um, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time to be a, a Dragon Ball fan. Nonetheless. <laughs> what a time, man. Right. Yeah, I truly. mean, we're, we're here as, as we've already referenced the next arc in the Dragon Ball Super, you know, the Galactic Patrol Prisoner arc has started in the manga. So if you want to catch up to that, you could probably catch up to this. By the time this episode drops, I mean, considering how good this is, I mean, you know, it's either dropping tonight or tomorrow. I'm <laughs> In my mind, I'm just like, I feel like just for fans of this and fans of Dragon Ball and just like, you know us being all three people of color talking about dragon ball in this sort of forum i feel right. and it's and amazing. so many fans who are people of color who enjoy dragon ball such as everyone at the court street theater in brooklyn um just those it's like we waited for a long time to talk about this movie long time we're not going to make you guys wait so i'm going to make sure to upload this as soon as i could and and we'll you know we'll start yeah. pushing it out there as soon as i can i i'm almost 29 and you know 12 years ago, 14 years ago, I would have never thought that I would, you know, be talking about this series Absolutely. Uh, so heavy uh, right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's it, it's definitely amazing. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for everybody to listen to this episode and, and you know, enjoy because I'm, I'm sure like we've. We've we got the tweets by the way. Most of the people's favorite scenes now that we've kind of discussed the film was the uh, uh, you know Boma wanting to look younger and and, and Frieza wanting to be taller. Everybody loved those yeah, moments on a, my tweets. So. A lot of people went up for Vegeta. To me, it it argued a point of like maybe is a I don't know how you know amazing this would be, but a Vegeta centric movie. I mean, it could work, an idea or a Vegeta centric arc or something where Goku's just like, I don't want to say dead, not dead, but you like can't do dead Goku again, just please. somewhere he can't escape, and it's just like it's up to Vegeta to save the world, mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of like fuck. Um, but it just takes us to the next level. Yeah, the I'm next, trying to next level. I think I think that would be a great thing. Just generally how people react to Vegeta, but maybe it's we'll see, man. Um, I think, I think the, folks forget. You know, with Vegeta, like how smart he is, you mm-hmm. know, and how how quick to like fixing shit he's about. He's not about bullshit. Yeah, you don't care how strong you are. You don't care about having a good fight. You know, if you're not Goku, he wants to kill you. Right. You know, Bingo. like uh, so. I I think it would be interesting. I'd watch it. Um, let's see what we got coming up. Oh, actually, this is the season four premiere. We here to. T- tell you and if you have not seen on the rnc radio live feed already we will be preparing for the rest of season four and this season four will actually be i mean we've already covered the tournament of power for the first season we've covered the android saga for the second season we covered the boo saga for the third season this fourth season we will be heading back into super for the future trunks arc slash goku black arc um i selfishly planned that in this way because of black history month and i just you know good job good black job, excellent <laughs> good job bro but we will be covering covering the future trunks goku black arc for the next few episodes so you can expect that pretty soon um me i think and, Mills, one of our favorite one of our favorite characters so i mean we're, we're talking about it we'll talk about all the little plot holes we'll talk about all the little cool stuff i mean we talk about vegeta turn super saiyan god in this movie we'll talk about the difference between the manga and the actual anime itself mm-hmm. so it's a lot of different things that we're going to get to in this season in this arc can't wait to go through it um 
for everything RNC Radio, you can, you know, follow RNC Radio live on Twitter. Where you can get all our shows. We have the A Show, which comes out every Wednesday. We have RSPN every Tuesday. Um, but Jeff and Mark, shout out to you guys. Yep. Uh, we have a new show, The Cable Box, which, you know, is going through, you know, True Detective Season 3. So you can catch daily recaps for that i mean weekly recaps by um pat so make sure you tune into that we got the perfect playlist up we got the perfect play coming back pretty soon we also have rnc radio live i mean rnc radio the podcast sorry um coming back pretty soon it's coming back in march with justin davis and josh p so make sure you look out for that and we just got a whole lot of content coming pretty soon rnc radio live doing this thing man it's it, it, it is crazy follow follow balvin now yeah, follow Balvin too. At Lord Balvin, when's the when's the new gifts coming in, bro? Yeah, bro. What the fuck? Bro? When's the gifts coming in, bro? You know what, Mark? I'm actually glad you said that because that's what that segue was for. I segued that, and you just alley like I just threw your alley. Oh Mark yeah, just fucking dunk that shit. I need the gifts. When's the gifts coming in, bro? Man, I'm waiting for the care package, dog. Oh. I, I don't, I don't like delivering nothing that's not top tier quality. You know? I support so, it so much. So I gotta. I'm waiting for the care back. I might, I might drop a few little, you know, a little something tonight, you know, just a little, little preview. Right. Uh, but I'm for, for the, for the big shit though, you know, I'm waiting for the, for the care package to come through. Cause I, I need for that. I can't do it a disservice. Oh I'm yeah. Not, I'm not pulling no Tumblr Avengers yeah, yeah, anymore. No <laughs> off, off camera, <laughs> off camera, you know, gifts of, you know, a small screen. I'm not, I'm not I doing that. I, know get I got, I got, Respect the craft, respect the artist, you know. What I'm saying, Listen, but. you can follow Balvin at Lord Balvin on Twitter. Um, make sure you follow him and look out for the gifts, man. The gifts are fuck they're the best part. It's, it's Number it. one movie in America, Wednesday and Thursday, Dragon Ball Super, All Hail the King. Oh my god. Listen, we're here. It is live. Thank you guys hey. for tuning in to RNC Radio. You yeah, know, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in to the lookout. We look forward to bringing you season four for the rest of these next couple of weeks. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Please share. If you love Dragon Ball, if you love, you know, your fellow people of color, or if you just love Dragon Ball in general, please share. Let's make this podcast the greatest thing ever and, and just continue to share the love of Dragon Ball in this community itself. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. You know, my name is Mills. That is the Platinum Chanel boy, Jeff. Mm-hmm. That was also Balvin on the phone. Shout out to him as well, bro. You're um and yeah we are out meet us at the lookout for next time bro take care